0: chapter, Matthew chapter 8 and verse 18. And listen to what the conversation went on between Jesus and others. Now, when Jesus saw great multitude about him, he gave commandment to depart and to the other side. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have, no, have, have nests. But the Son of Man hath nowhere not where to lay his head. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer or allow me first to go and bury my Father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Now I want to look at these few verses here just a minute and remember what we're saying because it's going to go into the message here later. That may sound harsh when we read it. What Jesus said about the second one, when he said, "Let the dead bury the dead," but what Jesus done to the first one, and really the second one, when this one scribing, first of all, that was unusual for a scribe, being of the Pharisees, that even have, and because they was all the time putting Jesus down, but he evidently been a, had been a secret. Follow of Jesus and he said to Jesus I'll follow you wherever you go and Jesus said unto him and he had a reason for saying this the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests but the son of man hath nowhere to lay his head now what he was saying to these men here You better consider what you're saying. You better consider the cost if you're going to follow me. A lot of people are willing today to say, Lord, I'll follow you. But they never think about the cost it's going to cost them to follow Jesus. But we need to count the cost. You say, what? You mean count the cost? All oh, they were willing to say that, and, but you know people can say anything, but when it comes down to doing it, it's a different story. Right. Amen. And Jesus knew this. This man's father, if you studied, he wasn't dead. This was just an excuse. What he was saying, Lord, I'll come and follow you if my father ever dies. But Jesus said today is the day of salvation. And what Jesus was wanting out of them and what He wants out of us today, He wants a commitment that we will follow through with. A lot of people make a lot of promises, but they never follow through with them. So remember that. Jesus was telling them that you better count the cost before you make this commitment. And then over in Matthew chapter 16 In verse 24, is that right? 16 and 24, listen to what Jesus said here. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Deny himself. Boy, that's hard to do, ain't it? Deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Again, he was talking about if we're going to follow Jesus, He wants a complete commitment out of us. For whosoever will save his life, shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for My sake, shall find it. For what is a man profited, or woman, if, if, big word, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give any change for his soul? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this congregation. Thank you, Lord, for those perhaps watching in and listening this morning. And God, we're always glad to have them. But God, we just pray this morning, Lord, that you will just open up deaf ears this morning, open up blinded eyes, God, that they may see, may hear what thus saith the Lord to them this morning. God's salvation is about us this morning. It's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And Lord, I'm sure as I read this and I looked at it and as I thought on it, I'm sure, Lord, that I've not always been fully committed to you. But God, I just ask this morning, Lord, that you will just help us, Lord. And I pray, God, if there's one here, a backslider, Lord, they could mean so much that they would come and be a disciple of yours if there's a backslider if there's one here that's lost and never been saved I pray this morning God for them I pray God this morning that you will pass by and speak to their hearts heavenly father and I pray God before everything said and done here this morning that they will come and realize that they need a risen savior and they will come and repent Lord and follow you Father, we thank You for the Word this morning that leads us and guides us and strengthens us and helps us and encourages us. And we thank You for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now I want to talk this morning, but I want to read that again, that part there. And Jesus asked two questions there in verse 26. He said, For what is a man profited? If he shall gain the whole World and lose his own soul was question number one. So, if you gain the whole world this morning and lose your soul, what's it going to profit you? But then the second question was if you do, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? If we die and we go to hell, do we have anything? anything financially, anything material that we could buy our way out of hell with. Now this ain't going to be a pretty message, I guess, but it's going to be a message that we all need to hear. And we don't just need to be a hearer of the Word, we need to be a doer of the Word. So I want to go over here and Luke, 19, Luke 16 and verse 19, you got it, Lee? It said, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and he fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. Now I want to stop right there just a minute. Sometimes we, sometimes we get our hearts in the wrong place. We get our principalities in the wrong place. And so here, as I read over there, where Jesus told them, that they need to consider the commitment they was going to make. But then over there in the other place that I read from, if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul, then what do you have any change for it? So here we read about two men. And the first one we read about, the Bible said he was a certain man. Is that what it says? Is that what it says? What does it say? It said that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and he fared sumptuously every day. I want to look at the first man first this morning. So the Bible tells us that they were just not a certain man but a certain Rich man. And the Bible said he was clothed in purple. Now you go back over in Bible times at one time, and purple was what, if you could find a purple cloth or purple clothing, then it was very costly and not too many people could afford purple. Because the dye was so hard if you could find it and it cost so much. But the Bible said this rich man, he had the money to buy it with because the Bible said he was clothed in purple and fine linen and he fared sumptuously every day. In other words, this rich man, uh, he had it all. Let me back up. This rich man thought that he had it all. There's people out there today that's on easy street. And I'm not preaching about the wealthy. I'm not preaching, no, I'm not doing that. Because if you go to hell, it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, you can go to heaven. And it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, you can go to hell. Just because you're rich don't mean you're going to go to hell. If you go to hell this morning, rich or poor, uh, It's going to simply because you're not saved this morning. Amen? Amen. So let's look at this rich man here. He fared sumptuously every day. Let's see what else it said here about the second man. And there was a certain beggar, and he gave his name, named Lazarus, which was laid, he was laid, that means somebody laid him there at the gate Full of sores. And verse twenty one, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So the rich man thought he had it all. But did he have it all? He had all no, I'm not going to say We all say it. He had the money that he thought could satisfy him with everything that he wanted. There's people out there today that's got so much money, uh, they forget about God. Right. They forget. That's why the Bible says, and you don't have to be a millionaire. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not, nothing wrong with money but the love of it. You can love $20 and see somebody in need of something and you wouldn't give it to them and wouldn't help them out, uh, then you love the dollar more than you love your neighbor. But this rich man, he thought he had it all. He lived on Easy Street. He didn't worry about where his next meal was coming from. He didn't worry about who's going to wash his clothes or he didn't worry about the cross being put in. He had servants on top of servants. He could say to one, do this and do it, and one to do that and do it. Do it. He had everything that money could buy. Lazarus, he was a beggar. He had nothing. Did you ever wonder why bad things happens to good people? Have you ever wondered about that? Why bad things happens to good people? And on the other hand, did you ever wonder why some people were so evil and ungodly and it seemed like everything just falls in place for them? Did you ever notice that? Sometimes did you ever look down the road or up the road or see somebody and you working every day a day and striving and just seem like you can't get ahead? And you look look out and you you see people that never hits a lick at nothing, running up and down the road in new cars and new trucks. You ever wonder why that was? When you find an answer, let me know. But are poor old Lazarus, the Bible said he was brought and he was laid down, laid down at the door of, of the rich man. And the Bible said all he asked for, all he asked for was just the crumbs uh, that fell from the rich man's table. You know something, brother, I read some history on that. And he said, back in those days, uh, and I wondered, well, how how'd the crumb get on the floor so much, you know. But I read, and back in those days, uh, they ate with their hands, and the and the bread would crumble and fall to the floor. And all he asked for was just the crumb. He wasn't asking for a full course meal. Uh, he wasn't wa- asking for a steak like I asked Lee for sometimes. Uh, he wasn't asking for a steak. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't asking. Uh, for a hamburger, he wasn't asking for a table spread, Hey, uh, man with ham and eggs and all that. He wasn't, all he was asking for was just the crumbs uh, that fell from that rich man's table. And the Bible said uh, that the dogs came and licked his soul. Right. And the Bible said, and it came to pass that the beggar died. But listen what happened to him. And was carried by the angel into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and he was buried. And I want to look at about five things this morning when people, did anybody ever tell you that, well, I'm going to enjoy life down here, and I, if, I, if there is a hell, I don't know whether there is or not, but if there is a hell, I'll just go there and I'll just burn up if it's like you say it is, and then it'll be all over with. If you've got that attitude, I'm about to change it here with the Word of God. And the Bible said, that Lazarus, a beggar, went up to heaven, up to Abraham's bosom. And the Bible said the rich man went to hell. So that right there tells me that there is a heaven and there is a hell. A heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Now let me tell you something this morning. You might blame somebody else uh, Hey, man, if you don't make it to heaven, you may blame somebody else. Uh, Hey, man, uh, somebody else because you don't go to church. You might say, well, I ain't going to that church. So-and-so said something about me. Well, boo-hoo. Grow up, church. Grow up. If I throw my hands up and quit and run to this church and that church, I'd run out of churches pretty soon if people people talked about me and I said, well, I'm just going to find me another church. Grow up. You say, well, Ralph, it hurts when I hear people lie on me or say something about me. Yeah, it hurts for a little while, but it don't hurt enough. It's going to run me off from church, let me tell you that. Amen. When I know I'm all right and God knows I'm all right and God knows I'm doing my best and, I'm, and, and I know I'm doing my best, I'm not going to run off, Hey, amen. I wouldn't have much salvation if I'd done that. And if you do that, you don't have much either. Uh Uh-oh. I had a hot spot there, didn't I? I don't believe y'all heard me. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me. But there's people that way, hey, man? You know what I call them? Popcorn Christians. They'll pop in one, one time, and then pop out the next Sunday and pop in and pop out. If you're a born-again Christian, you need to get settled in there and pop in and stay in. Amen. This rich man, he had it made. Lazarus didn't have it made so much as we look at it. But the Bible said they both died and one went to hell and one went to Abraham's bosom, which was heaven then. And in hell, listen to this. I'm looking at five things here. If you think uh, that you're just going to burn up and that's going to be hit. Well, we're going to look at five things here that the Bible says you're going to be able to do in hell. Is anybody listening this morning? In verse three, through the, through the Bible said, And in hell, talking about the rich man, he lifted up his eyes, "...being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom." So verse 23 there, uh, the Bible tells us he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. So that tells me, uh, uh, Sister Sheila, that he, uh, he could see in hell. How many believe you're going to be able to see in hell? You'd better believe it because I just read it and this is what Jesus said. Not what Ralph Foster said. This is what Jesus said. And listen to this in verse 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, uh, have mercy on me. uh, And listen to this. And send Lazarus that he uh, may just dip the tip of his finger in water and coo my tongue. For he said, I am tormented uh, in these flames. Listen to me this morning. Uh, He said here, and the Bible says here, that tells me that number 2, That he is going to be able to taste, and the next thing he's going to be able to feel. Uh, You think he wasn't thirsty? You think he had ever thought about how dry he's going to be in hell? Uh, I had a young man I worked with one time down there, Uh, sort of over him uh, and working back when I worked uh, 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 down at this place, uh, and I talked to him about the Lord, and he said, You know, uh, preacher he said i'm just going to have my casket uh he said build out of cedar uh he said so i can hear it a poppy when it goes through hell uh and he said when i get there i'm just going to get with my friends uh and we're going to open a cag of beer and have a beer pot." let me tell you something friends uh you may have heard the fire a popping, hey man, uh, in that casket, but there's not going to be any beer in hell. Uh, the Bible says there's not going to be no water in hell uh, because the Bible said this rich man, uh, hey man, uh, the Bible says that he was begging uh, uh, Abraham, Abraham, just send uh, Lazarus back. Uh, if you can't, uh, uh, if I can't come there and you can't, uh, Lazarus can't come back, uh, just send him, Lord, down here to, get water and just touch to my tongue Uh, he said I'm burning in these what would he said I am I am My, his finger in water and cool my tongue uh, for I am tormented uh, in these flames do you think Abraham sent Lazarus back but listen Listen to verse 25. But Abraham said, Son, remember. Another thing you're going to do is you're going to remember. That's right. Amen. And let me tell some of you something here this morning. If you're listening in or if you're watching, and if you're here this morning, he said, Abraham said, Son, Remember? Remember? That while you, paraphrasing, was on earth, you had all the good things in life. You wanted for nothing. You wanted for nothing. Lazarus had all the evil things in life. Remember that? Remember that rich man? I've often said, that out of all the five or six things there that I'm reading about, is gonna be in hell that you're gonna be able to do see, taste, feel, think, remember. And I believe remembering is gonna be one of the worst things that there is. All of them's gonna be bad. But I believe what's gonna hurt so much. Are you listening to me? If you choose and, if you, and it is your choice, whether well you go to hell or not. It ain't mine and it ain't God and it ain't anybody. It ain't the devil's choice. It ain't somebody that might have said something about you with a loose tongue. It's not, it's not about them. It's about you. Amen. They may put you down the way you have lived and the things you have done. But it's not about them. It's about you. It's not about your past. It's about what your future is and how you want your future to be. I used to have people tell me, you've done so much, there ain't no change for you. You're going to split hell wide open. Boy, they wrong. They're wrong. I have no intention of doing it. Now, if I'd have died then, I would have. But see, remembering, he said, well, I don't believe you remember what did I just read there. The Bible said that the rich man looked up out of hell and he seen Lazarus and Abraham the bosom. That's what the Christians used to go when they died. So Jesus died and was resurrected and now it's Amen. on to heaven. Some people say, I don't believe that. I don't care whether you believe it or not. That's what the Bible said. It's up to you to believe it or not. I'm not preaching it for you to believe or not believe. That's up to you. But it would do well if you'd listen to it. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. And Abraham said, Son, remember. Man, that hit me the other day. I was reading this and I just sat there and I just thought and thought and thought. That's going to be terrible. If you choose to go to hell, that's going to be terrible. Maybe look up and see. Look up and see your family there. Look up and see a child or a father or a mother, grandma or grandpa in heaven and you in hell. And let me tell you something. When the Bible says remember, that rich man remembered. He remembered Lazarus. He recognized Lazarus right off. The Bible said he looked up and he seen uh, Lazarus and Abraham. But let me tell you something else. I believe that when he seen him that time, even though he didn't look like the same as he seen the last time laying his door full of swords, I believe God had done healed him. I believe he had on a robe, and I believe he had on a crown of righteousness. Amen. Amen. That rich man had everything that money could buy. But let me tell you something. He failed on mercy and compassion for a man laying at his door begging when he had to give it and he didn't give it. And Abraham said to him, Remember, son, that thou in thy lifetime, you received all the good things, And likewise, Lazarus, evil thing. But now, he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Notice, back in twenty-four, he said, and he cried and said, "Father Abraham, have mercy on me." Too late. It's too late church If you're here this morning you better listen to me If you die lost You're going to go to hell And they ain't going to be no getting out of there You ain't going to buy your way into hell And you ain't smart enough to Get to heaven on your own It takes Jesus Christ It takes Jesus Christ He didn't have any mercy then On poor old Lazarus But now then he was begging for mercy You think he got it? No, he didn't. God's mercy is only going to last till the very end of your life. It's going to last only to the end of your life. You say, what are you talking about? If you die today and you're lost, when you stand before God, there's not going to be any mercy. But God has mercy on you today. He had mercy He said beside all this between you and between us and you there is great guff fix so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot neither can they pass to us that would come from then. See there's a guff fix. Abraham said no we can't come to you and you sure ain't going to come up here. You're there you stay there. We're here, we're going to stay here for eternity. But then listen, when he said he wasn't no hope for him, he said, Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come unto this place of torment. But Abraham again said unto him, They have Moses' uh, And the prophets let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, uh, they will repent. Uh, And Abraham said, And he said unto him, uh, If they hear not Moses uh, and the prophets, uh, neither will they be persuaded, uh, though one rose uh, from the dead."